Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Challenge All-Stars 3 Wrap-Up Podcast for Episode 3. I am Brian Cohn. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alice. How are you? I would love to have a more professional beginning than last week. However, I am simply deceased from the conversation Brian and I just had before we went on. But, you know, some things are uh, left on the editing room floor. So anyway, I'm, I'm frazzled, Brian. How are you? They got her off her game, people. Watch out. Here we go. Well, I, that would require me being on my game, uh, and I don't know that that's ever happened. Uh, no, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Good episode. People dropping like flies. People being added back like flies. So, uh, little it feels good. It feels good. To, Who to adds flies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What the, I don't know what the opposite of dropping like flies is. So I'm trying <laughs> to create something. Um, it. You know, one thing just from some old business from last week. Did we like talk enough about how crazy it was that it was again Melinda and Tina in an elimination that didn't run? Like I, I, I just watching the previously on, I was like, wait, did we really get into that? Because that was insane. I don't think we gave it enough. Uh, nope. But I mean, you, I, you definitely brought it up, pal. You were like saying, like, oh, we actually still haven't had the Tina versus Melinda elimination, so we did give it some just. But like, it is kind of wild. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get on challenge stats, uh, challenge stats. Uh, <laughs> Uh, street here, but I'm sure that's the only time two people have ever squared off an elimination and actually not squared off an elimination. Either time, yeah, yeah. Um, truly crazy. But okay, so uh, you know the, the the episode started off also looking back to last week. Ma- Mark is on top of the world, and unlike most times, I'm always like when we I start a new episode, I'm sort of like that was so last week. Like, yeah, be on top of the world, but I don't know that we need to open the episode with a montage of you congratulating yourself in a pillow version. Mm-hmm. But I was happy for Mark at the beginning of this episode. I wasn't. I'm, I also kind of felt bad for Tyler because. I know in like the rewatch, the, I'm sure there was a previously an episode two, but like you don't pay attention to that when you're watching the back to back. But here, like he Tyler doesn't even get his like previously on the challenge of like being in an elimination moment. He just like wiped off the planet of All Stars Three, which I feel kind of bad about. But uh, yeah, excited for Mark, right on a high. Also, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't note that he, the background music on this was a, a Robin classic. 
Uh, I don't know if people are. I mean, we need Kyle Picard here. Just the drinking game is just every time you see a, hear a song that you're jamming to, it's just like mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't hit the notes on "Show Me Love, Show Me Life." Maybe show me what it's all about, but just know that I was grooving off mic. Yeah, it's great. The music once again slaps. It's great. <laughs> Here's a question: uh, Could someone tell Kellyanne and her dog van that Kendall's intent is to invest in a business with her? Like. Does Kellyanne know this? So Kellyanne, let's just to recap when Kellyanne or <laughs> or Kendall win the show. Kellyanne, previously on, <laughs> yeah, previously on, Kendall's gonna open a animal sanctuary. Kellyanne's gonna open. It. Kellyanne's gonna open an animal, animal sanctuary, but also buy a van to travel around with her dogs while splitting, I believe, a yoga studio is I think what they were hinting at with Kendall. Emphasis on hint because yeah, she was like, I want to invest in a business with Kellyanne. I'm going to have a little studio. Like, it was sort of, is that on the side? Are you investing in the animal sanctuary? I don't know that that's really lucrative. There's, I don't think either of these women are winning at this point, but if they were to win, I'm confused at what the prize money is for. Well, if you kill your husband and it becomes a Netflix documentary, then animal sanctuary could become uh, pretty lucrative. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, Are we willing to just decidedly say that Matt was 100% spoiled on this season during the draft that's not being tracked? Uh, Which part of it adds to that credence? I mean, uh, Kendall stock being going for pennies. I mean, I really confession, I don't understand the stock wash that happens on this great network, but if I did, (laughs) I imagine that Kellyanne, maybe not Kellyanne, but Kendall stock has to be trading for pennies on the dollar. It is, but I would say, I mean, if that's the case, then it's probably a good buy because they keep, like, you probably only have a certain amount of times to knock out a Kellyanne or Kendall because of how pretty good they are. And they keep getting unlucky that they're missing those opportunities. So they're still both here. And as the numbers dwindle, like, their small numbers look more powerful as their chances of getting into the tribunal or authority uh, grow. So uh, if it's a penny stock right now, I would say buy Kendall because I think she's still a good chance to be here for the long haul. I mean, I, I, I want to be clear. I'm not being results oriented. As soon as we got off the draft, I texted Brian and said, so Matt was 100% spoiled, right? Because those picks made no sense. And here they are all bearing fruit. So once again, uh, didn't Matt also have Tina? It's like, mm-hmm. it, once again, uh, it, you know, Matt knew all of the, the early exits in the last draft. He suddenly knows them again this season. Mm-hmm. We did get a good hint. thing nobody's keeping track of it. <laughs> we did finally get the hint that I was that we were questioning last week about uh, the King's Palace, sort of, of Nehemiah being worried that uh, Latarian and Melinda were both gone, but still having West to look out for him. Oh, I was like, did they mention the King's Palace and I missed it? <laughs> now I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, it's really unclear. I think we got a great explanation of the Treehouse Alliance. So that's Kayla, Sylvia, Jemmy, Veronica, Tina, Ronnie, and Derek. And on the other side, but still in the same room, are just Kellyanne and Kendall. And that was sort of the focus this week. I always love when the challenge sort of level sets, like who's with whom. Mm-hmm. Um, what is not clear to me is like Brad and Nehemiah and Brad and Wes versus brad and Darrell and mj from last season and Derek, like i kind of want to untangle that web and maybe the answer is just like they're all the spider-man memes like looking at each other with their guns out like they're all Mm -hmm. like 
they're all good until they're not good, and they don't really know how that's going to flop yet. Yeah, I don't. Outside of like Wes and Jordan, to a degree, we really haven't seen the guys playing much on the political side of it just just yet. Um, I think it's been a little bit more straightforward for their for their vote so far. So I, I don't think they've needed to flush out exactly where a lot of them stand because it hasn't uh, played out yet. But shout out to Ronnie for getting into an alliance. I think we see a lot of people who like they haven't been on for all stars. They haven't been on in two decades, and they're easy pickings and. Here she is, pretty well insulated amongst this alliance. I think if you're taking shots at this alliance, there's other people you might want to target. So, like, shout out Ronnie. Like, she has got a chance to really be here for a while. Yeah, this was a real coming out episode for Ronnie. Patrick M said, I love Ronnie. That's all. She thoroughly impressed me. That was my takeaway, too. Uh, I thought she did really well in the challenge. I thought from an entertainment perspective, she had a couple good confessionals. And then she is not even spoken about she catches a burn vote at the um authority mm-hmm. uh but but she like in season one she'd be like the favorite to go in you know like an, mm-hmm. on most other seasons of reality television she'd be going in here so um really kudos to ronnie coming out of this episode and then did we get an explanation as to the name like where it came from like, and what it means like why her parents named her ronnie no <laughs> the tree. <treehouse. laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of expected to go back in and there'd be like a lot of like jungle themed stuff in the room. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And how about Derek getting into an alliance too? Good for him, like mixing up his game for the first time in two decades. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to be like, wow, Derek, like in this room with all the women, it's like, you know, Derek has good relationships with everyone, but I wouldn't normally peg him to be in a room with seven women or nine women, whatever it is. And then cut to his confessional, like, this was a complete accident. <laughs> The one thing I will say, this is like sort of jumping ahead or really jumping ahead, but he did like solidify it with his votes. Like he didn't toss his vote away or or burn vote or anyone like he voted with the way the alliance wanted to. So uh, good for him for not being like a wishy-washy part of an alliance that he kind of fell into. I mean, yeah, we'll see how long it lasts and where Derek's loyalties lie. There's no reason for Derek not to be in on this. And, you know, there was really no good second option being toy. What? What? So Wes, I mean, th- let's just jump to it. Like Wes goes on a witch hunt to get yes into the elimination. Complete overplay by Wes. It's not even really in Wes fashion. It makes absolutely no sense for him to try to manipulate these people. The only thing that's like Wesian about it to me is that it really had nothing to do with the fact that yes plays the sabo on him. It's just a reason he can get other people to make a big move and get blood on their hands. Mm-hmm. While when he was in the authority, he took a little B move. Um, but I, I thought this was a real slop play from Wes and he does not have the social capital to get his uh, bidding done. No, definitely not. Cause he, even though he's obviously not new to this world, he's new to this world so he is still coming in trying to like regain those like older connections that outside of like his his core crew so uh and he's already coming in with a pretty rough reputation of being manipulative and stuff so even if in this scheme like it was the right move people might still counteract it because as they all repeated over and over again we're not playing wes's game so even if he was trying to make good points people wouldn't even want to go along with it just for the idea of saying oh wes manipulated me and what's even the point? Like, I, I do think based on what we talked about last time, it's like a little soon to t- make a big move. Now, jumping ahead, you have MJ there. So he's somebody who could really take someone out, particularly the size differential between him and Wes. But like, 
to me, there was no real second option. Not to say that Derek like shouldn't have voted with the alliance and there's something to be said for not burning your vote in the authority like the other, like Brad and Jordan did on both votes. But like, to me, it wasn't really a decision. Like this was what was yeah siding with Wes when no one trusts him. I mean, to your point about him being new to this world, it'd be better for him if he were new to this world. Like his, his word is garbage to these people. Mm-hmm. Nice to see MJ and John A reconnecting. The winners coming back together. You know, I, far be it for me to be a little sus. I never really understood how close John A was with MJ. Like I knew MJ really felt close to John A. I like was never really sure how strong of a bond that was. So it was nice to see that sort of throughout this episode. But when John, when MJ goes to John A and says, we're a package deal to me, it was extremely clear that there was a second part of that sentence and it got cut off before we got mm. to hear it. So I was just sort of like, well, what's really the context there? Are they really playing like they're a package deal here in the house? I felt like that was a little bit taken out of context. But do you think the second half was like it neutering that part of it? Like if they really aren't that strong. Well, I thought it could have been like, you know, we're a package deal. They view me as a threat. They view you as a threat. We both won last year. Mm. We're a package deal. Like we're going to team up if there's a double, like a pair a, challenge like you know like i don't think it was like a flat statement like you and i are a package deal or he says like i want to see how you feel about this we're a package deal i'm only going to vote someone in if you're good with it because people are going to view us as a package I, you know mm-hmm. i don't know there's a lot of ways that sentence could have ended right and it like to me very clearly wasn't a full stop sentence but i was happy to see john a later basically go to bat for mj yeah. and that they really are strong too yeah i mean i don't know if the the Kendall vote was they needed any more ammunition, but John A seemed to be really defending MJ in that moment of like she tossed the sabotage on him for no reason, and that's my boy, so I'm gonna get payback. I don't know if that was just again just a convenient excuse because the votes were probably going that way anyway. Uh, but she definitely seemed in both to the camera and to the other competitors that she was standing by MJ. Um, on the opposite side of things, yeah, yes, and Wes. Can we talk about this coffee date? Because I really just want to know who's stirring whom in this relationship. Yeah, can I just say it is as someone who stumbles over words quite frequently, I I can't I'm gonna screw up saying yes and west so many times about who I mean to. So I, I might just blend them together and make them just one person. So like and then if it just hits on one of them because it's it's too close. Even the the yes, it's like even can one of them be like Jess and yes, like so at least it's like sort of different. Like yes and Wes is like the same sound, so that's very annoying. I think you're fired, but I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, the coffee chat. This felt, uh, you know, return to work style. Like you know, you got to set up your <laughs> coffee chats with all the people that you've only seen on Zoom. So you got to meet in person and try to get to know one another. That's what this gave vibes of in a much more sadistic way. Yeah, much like when you were like, hey, we're going to do this podcast together. We should meet in person. And I was like, "Mm, couldn't be me. It's not really my vibe. Uh, So that's an unrelatable example. But I get the point. You know, I I at first was sort of like when he offered the sabotage to Wes, I wasn't quite sure if yes was saying you can decide who to sabotage. And then I guess it becomes clear later that that was yes's pitch to get Wes on board with the sabotage being used on him. Uh, I thought this was a weird conversation. I didn't think it was only Wes's fault, but I then thought he failed the assignment when his argument 
Wes's argument to not receive the sabotage is, well, I already didn't use it on you when I had the chance because that means nothing to yes. Then he shifts to the right thing he should be doing, which is like, I thought he was going to say, if you don't use it on me, I won't use it on you in the future. He gets almost there with, if you don't use it on me, I'll prove you wrong. You'll be able to trust me, blah, blah. And then just, just stop there, Wes. But no, he continues to the old Tina. But if you do use it on me, mm-hmm. then I'm out for blood. Like, why are we day one here? Why are we threatening people? Yeah, it's funny because actually at first I thought what I thought yes was saying was I'll let you pick who we sabotage. So I did. I was agreeing with what I thought or I guess what he eventually landed on that. That was what yes was trying to do was as in you're still you like you thought that that's what he was trying to do or yeah. when like I don't want to do it. I know you like messing with people like I'll let you pick who we do it on. That's what I no, thought. Then he Wes was asked him for clarification and yes is like oh no no no. Right. So I was like I was in the West shoes where I was like very confused. I'm like oh yes is doing like what uh, Sylvia did last week. Like she doesn't he doesn't want to have this power at all. He wants to just give it away. So I was just as confused as as uh, Wes was with what yes was doing. And then yeah Wes goes all Tina with the threatening and threatening especially this someone like yes is just not gonna play well but i honestly i would i thought the argument of uh you know i didn't use it on you so you shouldn't use it on me i thought that would work on someone like yes because that does feel like you know like that higher more like moral standard argument that yes might uh play to as like a i want to go to the end with the competitors so you're loyal to me i'm loyal to you type thing yeah but th- i mean i think it goes to your point last week of like that only goes for what yes as long as that's what he wants to do like yes has already decided he doesn't like Wes so he's just filling his bag with things arguments to, and reasons to be against him and he's going to reject all arguments of reasons he should trust him right yeah yeah yes sir I had his made up. he's uh mine is made up about about Wes with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, let's get to uh, the challenge. 
Yeah, it was. I don't think they gave a name for it. Uh, I just wrote down musical chairs for balls is what I wrote down. <laughs> musical balls. Musical balls. I don't think they had a name. I, at least I didn't see it. But classic uh, challenge uh, competition daily um, where there's, I think they started with 10 people. So the first round, there's nine balls. Eliminate one person who goes straight into the elimination. Then they cut down a few more. And then the last round, they cut down to the authority. Yeah, I mean, should we talk about the sabotages being doled out? Yeah, so the sabotage. Yeah, so it was it, it was thirty five pound weight um, to the to the guys that were used. I would I would have assumed if Kendall, which we'll talk to, didn't give it to a guy. I I would imagine the the women weight would have been less, probably twenty twenty five pounds. I imagine it was going to be weight proportion, but um, that was what the sabotage was for this week. Do do you think that though? Because I was gonna say like that's what it should be, but there was no indication that that would be the case. The only indication I know they can do it in post, but yeah, the only indication was like they've done when they've ever done weighted things in finals and stuff in the past. It has been weight adjusted. So, but yeah, I mean, it could have been the same amount. My assumption was it would have been a little bit less. Um, this was a little insane. Although I don't hate. Kendall's thought process. So I understand what she was going for of like, let me try to put it on someone who it won't damage the most. Um, but I don't even think that's what she was going for. Well, that's what she said, at least in post-production to, to MJ. Like, oh, I thought MJ is a bigger guy. He would be fine with the weight and it wouldn't take him down. Well, there was a whole confessional where she said, like, I'm, I'm not hurting any of the women. And that helps me, although mm, I don't agree with that. But mm. then I, I'm trying to help Wes because the best chance to help Wes is to have somebody else on the guy's side who has a vest. Yeah, and then I think late, like maybe that was maybe she thought of this reason later on was that she thought it wouldn't impact uh, MJ. Well, as, she as says much. that to MJ's right. face, right? Well, she's not going to say to MJ, "I wanted to saddle you to help Wes." Right, but I also don't. I mean, I don't think that's like true. I don't think she was actively looking to take MJ down. I think she was thinking of like, let me put this on another guy to at least give Wes an, a better chance, I guess. But not necessarily. I want to target MJ. Sure, and but also, I think she mentions like it's a sh- indirect shot at John A, and maybe I don't get cr- and like look. I think what you're saying is. What she says in the confessional, not being the same as what she said in the game, the confessional, you have more time to think about it. But even if she's gathering her arguments and has retroactively determined things that make sense about it, I, I I agree. Like, I'm willing to give credit for the move because I do think like, while I don't think you're going to get any brownie points for not picking any of the women, particularly when all of the women hate you anyway. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to work with Wes to help Wes not come in last, you saddle another man. Like, I think that's genius. And I think people, I wasn't thinking about it until I saw the preview last week that you'd even think of sabotaging a man if you were a woman or vice versa. Um, So I like that Kendall's thinking about these things. I think, and maybe if this is evidence of your point that it wasn't really premeditated, she makes this move without locking in support with Wes, right? Like she's got for this to be effective, she has to be leveraging it before she does it. Otherwise, she's Wes talking to yes and saying, "Well, last week I didn't use it on you. Well, what have you done for me lately? That was last week." Yeah, I 
I really think this is more of like Kendall really just didn't know what to do, and in the moment ho- was hoping like the right answer would like kind of pop in her head, and then she was just starting to like buy time and like ask questions, and then she was just landed on an answer. No, well, that's I mean, no, I, I, like not to be like, no, you're wrong when I don't know, but I'm not going to take away the the strategic thought the credit for the strategic thought of thinking through the options can i give it to a man can i give it to myself that's not i'm buying time uh tj you sure about this like what's the weather like how are you doing like those are really valid strategic questions you know that uh, that's not stalling for time it's a valid strategic question is this an option she doesn't do it but i want to understand the rules who can I give this to? What are my options? I want to weigh those options out. To the extent that you really think someone's going to vote you in because of it, I don't agree with her, but it's it's a strategic thought. But I don't even think giving it to another guy necessarily because you, if you want to help Wet, like if you, if you want to help Wes, theoretically you want to help Wes to help you keep yourself out of elimination. Like once Wes is sabotaged there, he's probably not going to win or get in the authority. So just by keeping him out of last, like that doesn't actually help you stay in the game because it does if if it does if you're looking past another week if you don't think that you're in jeopardy to lose this elimination such that you need to saddle another woman or you're not aware and this is a ding on kendall because she was not like socially aware enough to know that she was a target like yeah why not try to keep wes out of last place or second to last place because last week the decision was made based on who came into second to last of who went in so try to make it so that he's not finishing in the dead bottom so that he's still here next week. Yeah. I just think like if you want to like get in Wes's good graces, the what he appreciates more is people in power doing things that he wants. And by doing that, you have to get yourself in a position of power. And by doing that, you sabotage someone else on the women's side. So you can more likely get yourself in a position of power. I'm not necessarily saying it was the correct move. I also think if you're going to sabotage a man, MJ was the wrong man because there's plenty of men who are not linked as closely with a woman on the other side or other people in the house. Um, what I like about it is I do feel like MJ like plays this like nice Southern gentleman role and he'd probably be unlikely to return the sabotage to a woman. Just that's just my read on him. But I think she, I also don't think that Wes wouldn't respect it if she had gone to him and said, if you get sabotaged by yes, like you're concerned about, I'm going to sabotage a man so that you're not the only person. Mm. Like, I don't think that that would be zero value add to Wes. Why would he? That is power. Why, and that is trying to help him. Like, why would he not value that? Should she have just taken Jordan up on his offer then when he's like, just yeah, give it so to me? of course, of course he should. I mean, that, that gets past any strategy. Like, yes, if you, yes, right. Yeah, definitely. Once you like, if people are so worried about this coming back to them, once someone says, "Yeah, give it to me, give it, give it to them," which to me is more evidence that it really wasn't just like off the top of her head that there was a method to the madness. Because why wouldn't she? And I think that's what some one of the players says later. Like, I gave her the out. Like the authority discusses that with John A. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it's great evidence to say like, oh, yeah, I told MJ I just made it up. But but she it's a half measure regardless. Even if she had strategic backing, she didn't do anything really to secure anything with Wes. Although here's the thing. And I said this last week, like Wes pitches to the treehouse like we should pick up Kendall and Kellyanne. Does he say that and do nothing about it? Did that not come from somewhere? Maybe he's already had conversations with Kendall we haven't seen. Like we're only seeing half the half right. the story right yeah so women heat first uh 
Veronica and Kendall were battling for last. Kendall gets the ball out of the mud in time. Veronica goes in. A lot of Kayla and Sylvia helping each other, tossing balls back and forth, showing their uh, loyalty to one another. Anything else of note? Well, I mean, what did you like the challenge? Oh, I did. Yeah, no, this is a great one. This is always a uh, a standard great challenge that they do. I love when they do it early on, so it does kind of expose certain alliances. It forces people to, if they are working with someone, if it's a little more surprising, it could pop out. Um, yeah, this is a great challenge. I liked it. I liked that there were only three heats. You know, um, I didn't get sick of watching it. I thought it was interesting. It is one of my nightmare challenges I wouldn't want to do only because so much of it is like it's still skill and it's still strategy, like how fast you could get down there and get out. Like, I do feel like people tend to lock up and then get screwed. And then it's like the five people who are locked up fighting for one ball when like somebody else just kind of like snuck by. Yeah. Um, And it is hard. I'm like, I actually like the people in the treehouse, but just because they're such a big controlling alliance, I'm always like rooting for the people on the outside of it. So in a challenge like this, it can be like difficult because there's almost no way to win if you're not mm-hmm. being helped, if other people are helping. Mm-hmm. But, 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 you know, eight and a half out of 10, I like the challenge. Disappointing showing from Naya. I would have thought this would be something that uh, she would do very well at. And the fact that she couldn't get out of round two, I was a little disappointed at for, for her showing. Um, but yeah, good. I mean, John A continues just to, like do well in everything she does. Good for her. Uh, Sylvia got third. Um, Kayla wins. Were you surprised? I mean, this would be tough to kind of do because you still want to make sure you're in the top three. But do you think people in the back of their heads they were like, well, maybe I can wait a little bit and finish second instead of getting first? Yeah, I mean, I really just don't think the sabos matter that much, but such that you'd risk somebody else passing you. But I guess if you have the, like, or, or knocking the ball out of your mm-hmm. hand, what surprised me is that Sylvia, who was really helping Kayla still came in third. Like yeah. that's a deep Alliance that they could get two of the people. I know John is in it too, but I feel like she wasn't getting as clear help as much clear help as Kayla and Sylvia were giving each other. Yeah. It's kind of more of a knock. I would say on uh, Tina, I think Tina and Kellyanne were also in the top that Sylvia was able to get basically two balls across before they were each able to get one. But Tina was also in there. I mean, that's the thing for Kellyanne is basically all four of the other people were fine with any three of the four winning. Right. That's true. Yeah. Tina was working with them too. Yep. Um, I was very worried about Tina's knuckle when she was like, my knuckle was out, but I popped it back in yeah. and I'm feeling better. <laughs> I was like, oh, bye. Woo, 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 woo. Here comes the ambulance. Yeah. I was normally it, it, something like that would have came out of nowhere because they didn't like lead up to it in the moment. But yeah, you don't just pop a knuckle back into your hand like so cleanly, especially on the challenge. Although maybe on the challenge, it would be okay. Uh, but normally it should not be just be okay. All right. Let's talk about the men. Uh, men, he, MJ finished last see very weird it seemed like he gave up or it was like stuck in the mud like that was it was very odd how it just kind of ended with him just like sitting there pouting i think the most effective part of the sabotage was the element of surprise that like yeah, yeah everyone knows yes is giving his sabo to, to west then he does it you're resting easy you're not getting it and then kendall gives it to you you're completely taken aback it's totally out of nowhere and i think MJ became self-defeating. I already have my knee. Now I've got this vest. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was a mental break for him. 
Yeah, I thought uh, the way Tino uh, showed after this after the challenge, I thought we might lose MJ too. The way he was kind of limping uh, on that the knee, knee. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh boy, we're really uh, cutting the people out right here. Uh, but let's we we gave Ronnie credit. Let's talk about Cyrus. Huge performance improvement for Cyrus. This whole challenge uh, season, but particularly this challenge, making it to the last heat. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately for him, couldn't get uh, in the top five or top three. I should say didn't get into the authority. Speaking of not getting into the authority, do we think this knee versus yes rivalry is going to persist beyond this challenge? I think it easily could because I think Nehemiah is not look like he's ready to like get in the mix with someone. Like he's he's okay like uh, burying the hatchet, but like if yes does something with him again, he's be like okay, like he'll be in his face, he'll be ready to go, he'll be like challenging him to an elimination. Uh, Nehemiah, he's ready to, he's always ready for something. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. Who was the person, God, was it All Stars 1? Who was like, you played dirty, you grabbed my neck, like, this isn't how this goes. Yeah. Was that, was that Tina before she quit? No. Regardless, it's like, get over it. This is physical. You like to get physical. You like to be in these challenges. Anissa? No. Um, you didn't have the ball. Like, he's like, you didn't have the ball. You got unnecessarily physical. But we saw the clip and, like, yeah, maybe Yes was helping Darrell, which was sort of unclear. Or at that point, you're just, like, bodies in the mix. Yes is not, like, taking cheap shots at you. And just, like, it's not a good look for Nehemiah, like, to get so hot after a legal physical contact in the challenge. It's been an interesting start for Yes, though. Like, he, like, really went under the radar the whole time his first season um, as they as they mentioned, never saw an elimination, and he is very much the focal point for a lot of people uh, through three episodes right now. Yeah, but I mean, he had. I, I don't. Do you think it was the fact that yes doesn't go in this week? Is it more pro yes, anti Wes, or pro MJ because they wanted to give MJ who he wanted? In terms of why he's why yes was being targeted. Yeah, no, no. Why yes does not end up getting voted in? Is that a result of people Wes having the allies, Wes not having the allies, or MJ really having the allies and he was calling for somebody else? I think it was mostly MJ calling for someone else. I think if MJ was like, you guys decide, I think uh, I think yes would probably be going in. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, all right, so Brad, Derek, and Jordan are going to make up the... Um, Actuary, authority. what's it called? The authority. Uh, ominous warning from TJ saying the game is always on. Did that bear fruit? I feel like what, I didn't see any reason to be saying that. Not really, other than I guess like Tina's injury, you know, playing out later on. But you know, TJ likes to drop subtle hints. Great, incredible lighting. I don't know if you caught it with when he was announcing that it was must have been the gold, the golden hour there because he was glowing, and then it was also a really large amount of flies or bugs that were like surrounding him. It was like a beautiful shot, but also like a nightmarish shot. Um, so great camera work. Maybe they do add flies. Maybe. Adding like flies. There you go. Do you think there's a reason for MJ to really confront Kendall here? I know we already talked about um, what she said, but I, I get why he did it. But I was also like, Kendall has no friends in the house. Like, why are we like worried about what she's done? Yeah, I mean, you have to do it. I think if MJ didn't lose the challenge he might handle it differently but he's like i mean he's extra pissed 
that he's going straight into elimination. He's thinking, I might just be going home after this, so I, I got to at least question her and maybe even try to bring her down with me to be tossed into elimination. So he, you got to do it. I mean, you're not just going to fully let that slide. Yeah, I mean, and of all the people who have reacted poorly to attacks against them this season so far, I think MJ handled this well. Didn't pro- seem to be approaching it from anger or like, well, mm-hmm. now you're screwed. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, if you if you wanted to have the reaction of now you're screwed, yeah, you say that separately to John A or with your friends, not to her in the moment. You keep that to yourself. I have a very unimportant question about the 70s party. Love those questions. I need to know if there's like a social chair of the group, like Derek K, like is like, all right, everyone bring 70s stuff because we're going to do a theme. Uh, do they give them, does MTV provide costumes like a la Love Island or like, does MTV tell you like RuPaul's Drag Race, like mm-hmm. bring a 70s outfit, bring an animal's outfit. And before, well, they maybe give your gut instinct. Maybe you're going to use the evidence that I have from the, or some other evidence. It, it's a great, it's a fantastic question. I know in Challenge Proper, they definitely pack costumes because right? I remember them always talking about what costumes people have packed. For this specific thing, because of the fact that everyone was so perfectly dressed, I lean towards like the producers giving them a list of what the potential parties are going to be and then they all pack that and then like they decide okay which party do we want to do um yeah because brad does say at one point be careful when he's giving the glasses to derek they're not mine which is a weird thing that you would say if production laid out a bunch of costumes for you to like play in like a lot of 70s stuff like who cares? They're like from Party City. Like they're not, they right. don't belong to someone. So I'm also more in the camp of MTV tells them what to bring. Interesting that you think their options, they're like pack like five different party costumes. We'll only pick two of them. Um, yeah, because I'm sure like they, you know, they had to, ju- like, I don't think they mapped that. Okay. Like week one is jungle party. Week two is 70. It doesn't parties. have to be week by week. It could just be like, we're going to do three themes. We're going to use them all. I like your idea that there's some that get left behind. I hope so. Yeah, I leave it up to the. I don't think so, people. but I, I don't know why they would do that. But I'm here for it. So I wonder what Pack uh, three bags of party costumes, and we'll decide which ones we'll make air and, and like which ones were left on the cutting room floor if mm-hmm. '70s and Jungle survived. You know, it's like not the most creative ones that have gotten through. <laughs> what do you think Tyler's look would have been for his '70s? He probably would have. Uh, oh, that's an excellent it. question. I think we would have seen his drag alter ego. Maybe like a Foxy Brown style, like jumpsuit, like low cut jumpsuit. Everyone did great though. Everyone really like gave it all their full. Like I don't really like kind of half ass it. It didn't seem like. It looked very fun. Mm-hmm. The parties always look fun on All Stars. It is just so crazy to think like, oh, this is like a 70s party from like so long ago. And it's like, that was like when we like when I grew up in the nineties, like that was closer in time than the nineties are to now. And it's like people go have a nineties party and the kids watching nowadays be like, Oh my god, the nineties, that's so long ago. So old. Well that's Kayla got a jab in about Mark. Like right. I could ask my mom what happened in the seventies or I could ask Mark. Classic joke. How how old is Mark? Is he fifty? <laughs> this is this is your new game, is is are they fifty? Who else did I ask was fifty? I feel like Beth was the only person who was fifty. Let's see. I could be wrong. Mark Long is 50 now. He's 50 now. Born June 2nd. So he's rounding 51. That was, so yeah, he was 50. So, so fifth, that means he was, so he's born 70. 1971. 70, so yeah, so he's as much to the 70s as, you know, 
we're to the 90s or I'm to the 90s and I want to give you that extra year. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, the the politicking that happens. Uh, West goes to Jordan. Like, like you said before, besides West and Jordan working together, we haven't really seen much. I'm very confused. And I'm always kind of confused where these characters are, like the Bananas, the Jordan, the West. So, like, it's not uncommon that I'd be confused. Are they friends? Are they rivals? Are they working together? Are they not? Very strange move for West to go try to appeal to Jordan. Yeah, I mean, especially because West was not, like, he was sort of on the fence about, like, even cutting Jordan last week or going after Jordan last week. Maybe he thinks, you know, I saved Jordan last week. I can have some sway with with Jordan. Um, it's, they're, they're an interesting pair because I think whenever one of them is really on the chopping block, like the other one should really go after them. Like West just didn't seem to be on the chopping block here, so there was no Jordan pushing for it, and obviously Jordan was saved, so they had to find something else to like entertain themselves with to do. Um, but, alright, MJ makes it clear he wants Cyrus. Uh, then we have the authority meeting after seeing that uh, Tina broke her hand and she has to pack and leave. Really kind of takes the wind out of the sails of the authority meeting because, I mean, forgetting that uh, we have another exit with Jemmy. There's no world they're going to a women's elimination if Tina's going home. So in this one, I did actually think because it happened pretty early on in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, you know what? They cut two, uh, two people had to go home for injury. Like maybe they do have someone waiting in the wings in, in quarantine that they could just swoop back in and, and drop in and still have an elimination here. Well, that's still throw off the numbers. No, it wouldn't. They, they well, you're up. saying you thought that after only Tina had gone, or you thought that after no. both Tina and Jemmy well, I, had gone? No, just just with Tina, because after Jemmy goes home, then it's like absolute chaos right. if you send home another woman. So, like, if, if you just with Tina, I thought, okay, you know what? They haven't had a women's elimination since week one. Two people have just gone home. I think they could bring someone in. If they, I, obviously, with, with COVID, I don't know if they had even someone waiting in the wings. Obviously, they seemingly do. Uh, so, I, I thought they would still go through with it here. Got it. Yeah, no, I didn't think there was a chance. Um, and who knows if Jemmy didn't leave, what would have happened. But I think they have to go through with the voting and stuff because, like, that's part of it. I wonder if that played a role in the votes, although it does seem like they still voted how they wanted to. But, like, yeah, I mean, I find it hard to imagine that Veronica wanted Kendall in this elimination. But I guess there's just no women outside of her alliance for her to choose from. Right. That's a tough part about their alliance is yeah it just means you have to go in against kendall or kellyanne and that's kind of like where you don't want to be for a, a lot of the a lot of the women and that i mean a lot of them are a lot of the women are kind of fairly equalish like i don't even know like where, where else you would go for some of them but obviously kendall and kellyanne would be i would imagine the two least popular picks to go in if all things being equal yeah i mean yeah it, it was it surprises me but again matt's underestimating them so maybe they're uh, underrated, overrated. Definitely, there's some type of puzzle or uh, stuff involved. The Kellyanne has definitely shown some weaknesses there. Uh, six weeks <laughs> puzzle. So, um, let's talk about the votes here because Brad and Jordan both burn both their votes in the authority. I find this incredibly frustrating. Yeah, especially because there is no like in some instances it makes sense to burn votes, like where if you're doing it in public or. You know, it's like revealed later and it's like a secret like who gives a crap if you actually vote for the person just like vote where you like where you actually want to vote or just hop on board the majority like of all this of all the seasons the burn votes like this seems like the like 
it has the the, the least amount too. Speaking of uh, no, doesn't make any sense. Kendall's argument that the younger all stars don't appreciate the sacrifice the older all stars have had to make to be here. Yeah, kick so rocks. she should get votes. Pathetic. Yeah, my my eyes f- fell off my face with how far they rolled back <laughs> to my head about that argument. Like, absolutely, go away with that. Um. But then we find out Jemmy's going to go home because her dad's in poor health, and that was sad. We didn't really get to see a lot from Jemmy this season. No, real bummer. Um, I, They didn't really give an update at the end. I don't know what the status is now, if he's doing okay or anything. I haven't seen anything on Twitter or anything about it, but hopefully hopefully he's doing okay. Um, Same here. Uh, Only only good wishes from us to Jemmy and her family. Um, but then what we a, go in. What a scary oh. thing. Sorry, but what a scary thing that must be if you're on one of these shows and you get like, a notice from a producer like saying your oh your mom needs your mom tells you to call you because you know your dad's like that something's up with you like that's gotta be like one of the most terrifying things uh that happen when you're on one of these shows oh and when jemmy says like i'm i go off of gut feelings which she is famous for it's like it doesn't take a, a clairvoyant right to to know what's going on here yeah. but yeah. i'm sure she's not calling to say they had a great birthday dinner or something like i'm sure yeah unfortunately there's something going on Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. All right, so let's go to the elimination. I, all my notes say is I'm not ready for Daddy MJ to go home. <laughs> Sorry to Cyrus. Sorry to that man. I was I was rooting for MJ here. Yeah, so was I. Um, I thought he just brings more to it at this point than, than Cyrus did. But I, you know, Cyrus, like you said, did show up in it, as they all noted in pretty good shape. He was a little bit more in the mix, but MJ is just so much more of a focal point of this world right now that. Uh, I was I was happy for him to win. Did you like the setup of the elimination? Yeah, so this was this one I did get the title. Wait up where they were in a cage, you had to toss sandbags into uh a contraption to lift a, a wall and then you gotta hammer your way through it. Um I liked it. I also liked similar to like I feel like a, a challenge uh elimination they had either in challenge proper or, or all stars where the thing you were tossing into was like swaying a little bit. I don't know if that was like fully baked into the elimination but it played out pretty strongly with how it was swaying maybe even toss her toss the sandbags into it add an extra layer to it which i liked and then and then adding the adding the hammer in to break through uh i like i like that there's no puzzle it's kind of like you know keep this one as a physical elimination keep it a physical elimination um so this one played it very well yeah i i think it was totally baked into the elimination like they run they run practices and like you're throwing heavy sandbags at something suspended on a chain that can swing i i like it like what i like about it is that if you stay slow and steady i think derek was screaming you know stay accurate 
you have to kind of keep your nerves down because otherwise if you get in a bad rhythm and you're missing baskets like you're saying you're you're hitting it so that it swings Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna lose and if you stay focused and slow and steady and calm down you're gonna win and i think that that's sort of yes it's physical and they have to have endurance to be doing this and strength but you also have to sort of bring the zen which Mm -hmm. i think is cool my only critique why i give them the tiniest little hammer mj looked like a freaking idiot (laughs) with that little hammer he couldn't break through anything that was like a squeaky gavel (laughs) so here's the question was mj was that like some like he said he's a contractor so is that like some contract uh contractors like technique to like go around the edges and then break through or was he just like screwing up and because it seemed like cyrus like caught up drastically at the hammer portion I, I just couldn't tell if mj had some like secret smart technique that like i just wasn't processing yeah i don't know either i had the same thought like is this he's taking too much of a real contractor approach if you want to like break it in the most big pieces so you don't have a lot of little scrap like i have no idea but i was like yeah. this is not what he should be doing in the challenge it just seemed great like he was like getting little as john a said like every little corner and then cyrus just like there's like one big whack and it's like he like caught up I'm like, <laughs> but then i mean it worked out mj won but it seemed like something uh disastrous was happening yeah i agree i like the way they did it with the edit where we didn't know who was coming and then until we saw after they rang the bell that was cool yeah, and John, I mean, even John A, like, they keep cutting to her during, like, eliminations and stuff for extra confessionals. She is, like, such a star of the show. Um, I even liked her one confessional where, going back to the conversation she had with Wes, where she was like, you know, I haven't seen Wes in a while. Last time I saw him, like, I really wasn't, like, that great. And now, like, I leveled up, and now I'm, like, a, a mainstream player. Um, and that's it's great to see John A, like, embracing herself as, like, that top-of-the-line, you know, champion. Like, she fully belongs. Like, this is her game. Like, I love seeing that confidence from her. No, I totally agree. That was a great confessional. And yeah, it was like season one, she comes in and is like, I'm totally underestimated. I'm here to be sort of like out of Zach's shadow, out of the person I was then. Season two, you know, oh, do people think it was a fluke? Like now I really need to, pr-. she was still kind of on the prove myself narrative. Now as a champion, she's like, yeah, I'm a champion. Like deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> was it Charmander? What's the second one? Something to Charizard? That's where Charmeleon. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so Johnny's in her Charizard face. Uh, what do you think happens to Tina stars? Great question. I didn't even think about that. Um, they float away. They to they drop like flies. <laughs> Does her replacement show up with Tina Tina's and uh, Jemmy stars? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, who got? Did anyone? They didn't make mention of anyone getting uh, Melinda Star, right? Or guess no. Tina did get Melinda Star technically, right? From last week. Because she quit, but she quit at the elimination. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the stars go. Auction off. Maybe they're tossed into the winner of the daily gets the stars. I don't know. We shall see. Um, wrapping up here, you have your list of most likely return. We ready? Slot Cyrus, Jemmy, and Tina in. Uh, Jemmy, Cyrus. Only because they seemingly. I thought. They, or are we doing men and women? I feel like last time we did. Oh, we did. Okay. Split. Yeah. Uh, so. Jemmy over Tina, uh, Cyrus over Tyler. Like most likely to return. Those are the. What about Latarian? Oh my god, I forgot. But yeah, um, and Melinda and Cynthia. You got a couple people I, missing. I, 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 I forgot it. I forgot half the cast. <laughs> uh, for the guys, it'll be Latarian, Cyrus, Tyler. For the girls, it'll be. Melinda, 
Jemmy, Tina, and who's the last one? Cynthia. Cynthia. So I have the exact same male list. I have the exact same female list, although I put Tina above Jimmy, but I almost made it tied because who could really say it's six of one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, well, I'm looking forward to next week. Any I'm looking, who, yeah, I was going to say, any guesses? Yeah, I have no idea. I can't believe this didn't come up with uh, spoiler Matt Ligori over there about who's Well, who's yeah, he wants in. to act unspoiled, so. Yeah, I have reveal. no idea who could be. Uh, do you think it's someone who was on All-Stars 1 or 2? Or someone who's never been part of the show. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, it could be Cynthia. Yeah, honestly, that's probably a good guess. That actually would make a lot of sense. There you go. Probably cracked it. <laughs> Although, I mean, I feel like it's been a few days. You might already be back in the states. That's kind of that's a long flight to go back to wherever they are. Yeah, no, but she's the only person who's left that could stay. Right. Again, unless they actually had someone like waiting in quarantine, which I find pretty unlikely. But not impossible. Not impossible. But yeah, there you go. Three episodes down. We've lost a lot of people already. Dropping dropping like flies. Um, follow me on Twitter. There's nothing else, right? We're done. Follow me on Twitter. Cohen Brian underscore. And, uh, follow, follow, follow me at last tweets. We just dropped uh, Synergy, an episode of New Girl Old Guy at anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. If you want to listen to me and Akiva Winokur, Talk about New Girl. Check it out there. Amazing. And we'll be back. Well, you'll be back next week. I won't be back next week for, for episode four. Um, until then, have a good one. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.